that we continue the Bible series account um, of the Bible creation account, really. And in today's teaching, we're going to have a look at God's use of ages in the timeline of the history of the creation of the earth. And so, central um, as as the earth is central to God's uh, creation of the universe, so mankind is central to God's creation of the earth, and obviously mankind would then be central to God's creation of the universe as well. Um, now the reason that the earth is central to God's creation of mankind is because God created the earth for mankind. Uh, we picked that up in Psalm 115 uh, verse 16. God created the earth specifically for men. And, but mankind has only been on the earth for roughly the last 20,000 years. And so in effect what that means is that God has been preparing the earth over billions of years in preparation for his creation called man. Um, he did that um, in order to make it a suitable habitat for mankind. Um, but nevertheless, we mustn't forget that what to us has been a period of billions of years, uh, to God has been merely uh, six days. Because you know, we, we, in in the timeline of uh, spiritual events, uh, the Scripture talks about God creating all of this over a six-day period, and we've said that the six-day period refers to six days in the spirit realm, not uh, six days on the earth. And so, um, until the earth was completely ready for Adam, for God, uh, for mankind to come onto the earth. Uh, God would obviously be preparing the earth over billions of years. Um, but we need to also understand that with regards to the preparation of um, the earth for mankind, God didn't only prepare it in the realm of the physical uh, um, aspects of the earth and the universe, etc. He also prepared it in the realm of the living organisms that were to dwell on the earth over which he would give uh, mankind dominion when he placed uh, God on the earth. And so the question is asked, well, okay, if God was only going to, uh, if God created the earth for Adam, for mankind, and God was only going to put mankind on the earth towards the end, so to speak, of the age, um, why not just leave it uninhabited for that full period of time? Well, um, God answers that question for us himself by telling us in Isaiah 45, 18, that he didn't create the earth to lie empty, but he created it to be inhabited. And so God is a creative God. And so his whole agenda throughout the period of time leading up to his creation of man was that he was going to populate the earth with certain um, creative beings that were ideal for that specific period of time in which um, as the earth went through the various ages and stages leading up to the creation of Adam. Um, and so we look at this passage of scripture uh, in, in Psalm 104 which indicates to us very clearly the pattern that God follows with regards to his creation of, of species in the earth over the ages that have been in the earth. And the passage of scriptures in Psalm 104, verse 26 to verse 30. Scripture says, There the ships sail about. There's 
that Leviathan which you have made to play there. These all wait for you that you may give them their food in due season. What you give them they gather in. You open your hand they are filled with good. You hide your face they are troubled. You take away their breath they die and return to their dust. You send forth your spirit they are created and you renew the face of the earth. And so we see very clearly in this passage of scripture that what God does is that he creates a species to exist on the earth for a certain period of time. At the end of that period of time, an age, as scripture does refer to it, then God does away with that um, uh, era of species and he then replaces it with a new era of species. That's why the scripture says you renew the earth with, um, you renew the, let me just go back, and it says, you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. So that's the pattern that God basically follows when he um, brings a, a, a species to an end and then puts a new species on the earth in order to populate the earth in the new age that the earth is going to go into. And so um, one of the, the aspects that we, we I need to also understand with regard to God's creation of the living organisms, which would include the plant life as such, um, is that God has very specifically uh, created those organisms, sorry, <clears throat> organisms um, from nothing. So what God does is he uses the, the, the dust of the ground and he then forms a living organism, a species. But he, he basically speaks it into existence. So out of that which didn't exist, God then creates that which does exist. But when God does create the species, he only creates the original two, um, living organisms, male and female. And then what God does within the species itself is the seed that he uses to um, allow that species to then procreate and continue to expand out into the earth. So when God creates, he creates out of nothing, or the dust of the earth, and he, he, from that um, dust he creates out of nothing the two originating um, species. That species is then able to because of the seed that is within it, able to reproduce itself because God has programmed the species to do that and thus be able to populate the earth and expand from there on out. And so that's something we need to understand in Genesis 1.11, God talked about the fact that each species has its seed within itself. Um, and so when God allows species to then uh, recreate themselves, so to be, and not recreate, but to continue to, to expand, um, what God does is he then uh, formulates, he forms each living thing from the seed that is sown, but he doesn't create a new um, species each time again from nothing. He always only creates from nothing the origin, and then from there on out that species is able to uh, self-propagate um, itself really from um, it's not the right word, but it, you understand what I'm trying to get across. Um, this particular passage of scripture also helps us to understand the concept of ages, because the, the Bible is very clear to us 
that there are ages that have gone past in, in the history of, the, of time and there are ages that we're still going to go into in the future. And we pick up this account in Acts chapter 17, verse 24 to 26. Scripture says, God, who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with, with men's hands as though he needed anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings. And so here very clearly in Scripture we see that God determines each nation's pre-appointed time. So He determines when a nation begins and when a nation will come to an end. And we see, we see that in the timeline of history. Nations have come and gone. Um, what also God does, as He reveals to us in this passage, he, he determines, predetermines, what the extent of their borders will be. So in other words, when he, God uh, brings a nation into being in the earth, He determines when it will begin, how far the, the borders of that nation will extend to, and when that nation will then come to a close. So that's what we pick up in the timeline of the history of mankind, of men in the earth. But that same principle applies to God's uh, dealing with species in the earth. So in other words, God decides when a species will be uh, brought into the earth, how, how far that species will extend in the earth, what will their borders be, in other, in other words, where that species will be located in the earth, and then God decides when that species will be brought to an end. And that not only applies to an individual species, but whole eras of species, um, because what we pick up in, in, um, in geological uh, and fossil uh, study in the earth, what scientists have discovered, is that very clearly there are, um, there's clear evidence of several distinct eras that have existed in the timeline of the earth. And those eras, each one of them had been populated with their own um, species for those specific eras. So what God does is he determines when an age begins and when an age ends. And each era, because again, if we look at the timeline of uh, the development of the earth, right from when uh, God created the solar system for argument's sake, and prior to that even, um, the earth has gone through various stages in her development, so to speak, physically, that is. And each stage has had its own unique environment in which um, species have been able to exist and even thrive in those environments. But as the earth has progressed from one stage to the next in God's development of the earth in preparation for mankind, what happens is the earth changes. And because the earth changes, well, that particular era of species God can't bring over into the new era, the new age that is about to dawn on the earth. And so what God does is that He creates an era of species that is suitable for the new age that the earth enters into. At the close of the age, God then um, brings to a close that era of species. Um, and scientists refer, refer to it as mass extinction events that occur. 
And so what, what a mass extinction event occurs because there's some kind of geological event that takes place in the earth causing a mass extinction event. What a mass extinction event means is that whole populations of species are wiped out of, of the earth at the same time over a very short ge geographic period of time, uh, geological period of time, should I say. Um, and so at the end of the age, what God does is he's, he brings about this mass extinction event, which then destroys basically the species that existed on, on the earth in that age, because God now is taking the earth into a new age. And so what God then does is he then repopulates the earth with a new era of species that are unique and would indeed thrive in, on, in, in, on the earth for that age that God is taking the earth through. I trust you pretty much understand the concept. And so science is very uh, clear on this issue. They have seen and observed that the earth has gone through its timeline of history. There have been unique um, eras or ages, as the Bible calls it, uh, that have come and gone in the earth. And each one of those ages has had their own unique uh, era of species that populated the earth during that age. At the end of the age, a mass extinction event occurs, uh, which then wipes out quite a large percentage of that um, species uh, that existed at the time. And then the new age that comes about, God repopulates the age with a different set of species. To, that are uniquely um, created by God to thrive in that environment. And then we get to the next stage and the next stage. And so, as I say, science um, um, through ge um, study of geology and the various fossils that have been discovered in the earth, there's very clear evidence um, that there have been several distinct eras in the timelines of the earth's history. Um, and each era has been populated with its own species of living creatures. And that ties in with that passage of scripture that we read um, in Psalm 109, which uh, again, the scripture says, You hide your face, they are troubled. You take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. And so that's the, the pattern that God has followed throughout the ages past, leading up to his creation of mankind. Um, and so we're going to just briefly go through um, what science has been able to determine with regards to these ages as a, that have come and gone in the earth. And what we see very cl clearly is that a large percentage of the, the species that exist in a certain age when the age comes to a close, that species is done away with. And then what science says mysteriously happens is that new species seemingly out of nowhere appear in the earth. And they are um, uniquely designed to thrive in that period that the earth is going through. When the earth, the environment in the earth is changing. And so that there's, a, there's a, a climate change that takes place in the earth, etc., etc. And so we're going to quick, just briefly go through the different eras and you'll see how the pattern works. Um, now when these, these various eras come and go in the earth, the scientists now try and bring evolution into it. Um, 
there's no ev evidence of evolution in this discussion we're going to go through today um, but they try and bring evolution into it to try and explain the different species that have come and gone in the earth but we understand it from a biblical point of view of God brings about the mass extinction event to do away with the species and then he, re he repopulates the earth with a new species, complete new species. And when we discuss uh, evolution later in the series, we'll see how, very, how clearly how that uh, theory actually doesn't tie in with this. But what science does agree with here is the, what we'll go through now in, in these various ages. And so in what is called the Precambrian period, roughly about 900 million years ago, seemingly out of nowhere, this is scientific um, speak now, this is what the scientists themselves say, simple cell, a simple multi-celled organism started to appear in the fossil records in the earth. So that, they, they mystified where it came from, but seemingly out of nowhere, these uh, multi-celled organisms started to appear roughly 900 million years ago. At the close of the Precambrian period, i.e. roughly about 544 million years ago, a mass extinction event occurred, referred to as the Precambrian extinction. It is estimated that 70% of life on Earth was wiped out in this event. So that's now the age being brought to a close. Now we're going into the new age. Then 540 million years ago, another scientific mysterious event occurred. Suddenly, and again seemingly out of nowhere, large numbers of species started appearing. It is a period known as the Cambrian Explosion. And so the Earth entered into what is known as the Cambrian period. In the Cambrian era, for the first time, animals with mineralized skeletal systems lived on the Earth. And then at the end of that age, around 440 million years ago, the Ordovician Silurian extinction event occurred, resulting in uh, approximately 90% of life on Earth being wiped out. So that's the close of another age. Now we get to start a new age. Around 400 million years ago, uh, in the era known as the Devonian period, the first four-legged animals started to show up in the fossil record. So we can see a pattern very clearly developing in geological history and also fossil record history. That's kind of showing us just how God actually does us. Um, these animals were known as tetrapods. And then at the end of that era, roughly about 360 million years ago, the late Devonian extension event occurred, resulting in approximately 75% of life on Earth being wiped out. End of that age. Now we go into a new age. At roughly 300 million years ago, many new species appeared living in diverse ecologies. This period is known as the Paleozoic Era. Reptiles especially thrived in this era, both on land and water. The first aquatic reptile to exist was known as a mesosaur. It preyed on amphibians and other sea creatures. The most well-known land-dwelling ancient reptile of this era were the Dimetrodon. We've already mentioned that in previous teachings. This earlier predator had an appearance much like a dinosaur. However, the last remains of, of a Dimetrodon, Dimetrodon, oh goodness, I'll get these names right, uh, was dated to roughly about 40 million years ago, 
um, before 40, 40 million years before the dinosaurs walked on the earth. So they became extinct roughly 40 million years before the dinosaurs came on the earth. And then around um, 251 million years ago, at the end of that age now, the Permian-Triassic extension event occurred, resulting in approximately 96% of life on Earth being wiped out. And then we get the start of another new age, 250 million years ago, marked the first emergence of dinosaurs in the Earth. This period is known as the Mesoic era, era sorry, should I say, which scientists further divided into three periods, uh, the Triassic, the Jurassic, and the Crustaceous. The dinosaurs were, weren't initially the dominant species on the planet and would take roughly about 200, about 50 million years sorry, to take over the entire planet. In the late Triassic period, roughly 200 million years ago, the first mammals appeared in the fossil record, which was soon after the dinosaurs became the dominant species in the Earth. Uh, the mammals were very small, however, at this stage. They were uh, this, no larger than the size of mice. Um, and it's unknown exactly when, but around in this, during this era, birds also started to appear in the fossil records. Don't forget, we've mentioned flying creatures earlier. Um, the pterosaur, th that was not a bird. It, it had wings, it would fly, but now we're talking about birds. We're talking about feathered creatures started to appear in the fossil records. Also in this period, the first signs of flowering pot plants, sorry, started to appear at this time. And then at the close of that age, 66 million years ago, saw the Cretaceous uh, tertiary, tertiary extinction event. It was a mass extinction that saw the dinosaurs wiped off the face of the earth and resulted in approximately 76% of life on earth being wiped out. Now we go into the, another age. It was after this extinction event that the first primates began to appear in the fossil records. Around 40 million years ago, the first whales also began to emerge in the fossil records. Over the next few million years, for reasons unknown to science that is, many mammal species started getting bigger and bigger, some growing to enormous sizes. These animals were known as megafauna. Some incredible megafauna species include the mammoths, we kind of know about them, woolly rhinoceros, giant beavers, giant ground sloths, saber-toothed tigers, we've heard of them, glyptodons, megalodons, diodon, and the short-faced bear. And then at the end of their age, roughly from roughly about 50,000 years ago, so we're getting closer and closer to uh, God's creation of mankind, during the late quaternary science age, most of the megafauna species on the earth were wiped out. And it was toward the end of the uh, Pleistocene era, i.e. approximately about 40,000 years ago, that the living animals that we see on the earth today started to emerge in the earth. And so we see very clearly, because um, now that brings us up to the living species that are on the earth today. Not mankind just yet, because mankind didn't appear on the earth 40,000 years ago, a bit later than that, we're going to get into that in the next teaching. But the, the animals that, were, that are populating the earth today began to appear in the earth roughly about 40,000 years ago.
And so very clearly, we see that there are these various ages that the earth goes through. Um, God starts out the age with a, a species of um, animal creations that he makes. They live through the age. At the end of the age, a mass extinction event occurs, wiping out that species, and God repopulates the earth with a, a brand new set of species that are uniquely designed to fit the new age that the earth goes into. And at the end of that age, mass extinction event occurs, new uh, species are then formed. And that's why science, at the beginning of every age, um, their the comments are seemingly out of nowhere, these new species come into existence. And that we understand occurs because what God does is he creates the two originating um, members of the species they are then obviously programmed to go out and recreate themselves and re and populate the earth with their species and they exist for a period of time at the end of the period they are then um, destroyed and the new species is created that's how god's been doing it up until now but now it's ended um, after day six there has been no more new creations in the earth because god ended all of his work after he created mankind at the end of day six. And so that's why we don't see any more new species appearing in the earth because this is it. This is where God has now brought the, the earth to the point where mankind can thrive and coexist with the species of animals that God has produced to coexist with mankind. And we're going to end the teaching on that particular one.